What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Hello and welcome along to this month's edition of the Music for Modern Living Radio Show right here on Blue and Green Radio. You're locked in with me, Nigel Gentry. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Ride the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Twisted Souls. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends. You are tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. Uh, my name's Imran. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Obviously, always appreciate your time and your company. Uh, the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, the online internet radio station. Uh, we're London-based, but we host shows from across the world, and that's always, always very exciting for me to, to be able to say. You can check us out at www.blueingreenradio.com, where you can find our stream and uh, our complete back catalogue of podcast episodes uh speaking of which with great excitement i get to announce that uh today's episode is our our 50th episode that's pretty cool actually i'm I'm quite proud of it i may not sound it but i am quite proud of it (laughs) we started these podcasts in uh january 2019 it's now may 2020 uh, and we've hit episode 50, and I will say, the the world now, at the time of this recording, is very different to the uh, the world of January 2019, um, you know, uh, what with uh, quarantine in place across the world, and it's, it's interesting, I say this in the episode today, but um, to kind of have the opportunity over these podcasts over the last, say, five or six episodes to talk to people from London to uh, Japan to um, uh, Australia to uh, the States and see what everyone's quarantine life is like and how their respective governments are responding to, to situations and how public uh, are doing so as well. It's it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. And uh, we're doing that today. But more importantly than that, uh, to, today's episode is us reconnecting with... Uh, uh, La Molly, the creator of the Super Sinido show, we, um, she was just like the only person I probably would have asked for this episode. Uh, many of you may remember uh, Molly kicked off. Uh, she was uh, present for episode one. She's uh, appeared on several episodes since, but she was our very, very first guest for these podcasts. So um, I can be a full circle kind of guy, I guess. So it just seemed uh, the most apt thing in the world that we would... Um, uh, feature feature a conversation with her for our 50th uh, we're really excited because uh, not too long ago we were able to shout and scream about the fact that Molly had just uh, blessed our, our, our station with uh, 50 episodes of her Super Sonido show so um, uh, so yeah and uh, you know each of those episodes meant absolutely everything uh, in the world to me she's uh, uh, responsible uh, I think in so many so many ways uh, for our four corners uh, show she kicked off episode one of this podcast series uh, we're 50 plus now episodes of the super Sneeder show into the station so uh, she, as I say she's the most apt person for this uh, conversation 
and it's a really really good one I really really enjoyed it and I'm absolutely sure uh, that you will too uh, regular listeners of the podcast will know we feature two songs our guest in this case Molly will pick our closing number at the end of the show but as always I have the luxury of picking our opener and uh, as I've said I'm a full circle kind of guy so my selection uh, is going to be uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with with our beginning which was a track by Bombasteria which is the very first track that Molly picked uh, as guest uh, for uh, episode one so that's going to be my pick right now uh, I thought that was pretty cool so we're going to end with that right now and then we'll go straight into our conversation with Molly uh, thank you very much for tuning in and uh, if you've ever heard any of these episodes thank you so much uh, I, I can't begin to express my gratitude I hope you enjoy them I hope you enjoy this episode and uh, I'll say the cheesy thing of I hope you enjoy the next 50 oh. Um, I hope everyone is managing to stay safe and well and sane most of all uh, www.blueingreenradio.com uh, episode 50 gang hope you enjoy the episode Bomber Stereo to the stage please ja! boom Originales, super internacionales Escuchamos tus consejos y aprendemos tus modales Y aunque somos diferentes a la vez somos iguales En la misma situación en distintos lugares Somos internacionales Sin importar
How are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, world life turned a bit upside down since we last spoke. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, apparently it's on the high, on the quiet. However, no, I'm talking about the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that old thing. That old thing. Can you believe it? How's how's life for you at the moment? It's actually like more busy than it was. <laughs> My job was like, oh, okay, we're going to put on two festivals. <laughs> oh, good. So yeah. <laughs> that's been really fun. I mean, it's good. I'm so excited that there's work and there's people that, um, I mean, we have I had more success with these than the in-person ones, but um, it's a lot of work. And then, you know, I'm like a teacher now too, apparently. <laughs> so that's been something. <laughs> You're talking at home, obviously. Yeah. Which is impossible, isn't it? Like, so, it's, how's it going? It's awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have yet to get through. I mean, they want them in school for eight hours a day. And I'm like... People are crazy, so we're not doing all of it. We're doing what we can, <laughs> and whatever. It's it's the most frustrating thing for me is um, my my daughter who just turned nine. We I was we had one of we've had three quarantine birthdays in our household, oh, and no. um, I know it's yeah. And you try to make the most minute thing really yeah. special, but um, yeah. but it's you know it's a small gripe, it's a small thing to complain about. But we take my um. When I take my daughter to like parents' evenings, and that, and 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 they're always very, oh, she's amazing. She's so conscientious, and she loves to get involved. And I thought, and I in my head, I'm like, yeah, you you don't you're not there for homework on a weekend. Yeah. Like yeah. it's screaming, it's crying. Yes. She's she's one step away from overturning tables, you know. <laughs> and then so doing this on now on a daily basis. Oh, God. Yeah, so it's, it's it's not going well for you. No, but I'm comforted to know I'm not the only one. <laughs> he asked me if he could say the F word the other day because that's how um, really great it's going. So we learned that. <laughs> what was the context for the F word? Is it like we have it's to do schoolwork now? Oh, okay. All the did time. you yeah. did you allow him? <laughs> oh yeah, we both screamed it very loud. <laughs> it's cool. I feel it too. <laughs> that's excellent oh geez it's yeah it's it's like how long has it been since you've seen anyone oh well I see my work people five times a day um <laughs> like online or whatever but yeah. um, like a, another human being uh, a month I think um yeah. I mean we go to the grocery store or whatever yeah. but um yeah that's it What's that experience for you like at the moment? Because this is really interesting. Because I, I obviously with these these podcasts, I'm I'm hearing about it from people in Japan and Australia and San Jose, California, yeah. and it's really interesting kind of hearing people's experiences from different parts of the world. And um, so I, you know, I, I'm the first person from Denver, Colorado, I've spoken <sighs> to since quarantine. So I'm I'm fascinated by what what the situation is like for you guys over there. Uh, well, they just started suggesting everyone wear masks, and of course, no one has any. Um, <laughs> so, 
Uh, but I have a bunch of bandanas. So we've been wearing those and it's really stressful, honestly. Um, like I feel like shopping takes three times as long. And like we did a shopping trip the other day um, in the morning and like we both went and took a nap because it was just so exhausting. <laughs> like you have to think about like, okay, so this person's too close to me. Oh, yeah. can I go down this aisle? Because now the aisles are one way to sort of like increase the distancing. Um, so yeah, and then like, don't touch that. Pull your mask back up. Like yeah. it's just all this mind. Like you just, it's so exhausting. Um, and it's scary because you don't, I mean, you just don't know. And like, I always like, we get home and I'm like, oh my God, am I going to get sick next week? <laughs> like, I don't know. And I am a, such an alarmist. Like I will make everything <laughs> worse in my head. So it's, uh, I have driven a f more than one person crazy. <laughs> you That's, that's really interesting. I've never would have tagged you yeah. with that sort of characteristic. You always seem far more, uh, I don't know what's the right for it, easygoing or go with the flow. No, no, none of that was applicable at all. But um, yeah, you didn't seem like not in a pandemic. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. It is funny because, like, I'll take my 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 two kids for like when we do our walk, you know, just like mm -hmm. around the block and or whatever. And you want to cross the road, but it's that navigating of well, hang on, this person's walking like they're like a uh, you know twenty feet away, so we you can't we can't cross because then they'll have to cross yeah. because they're not ready to cross. You know, this this navigating mm -hmm. of where people are around you, even though in in theory there's no one around you because everyone's petrified but it's just um yeah I'm more stressed uh, well at first I was very stressed at home just because of the anxiety of what's what's happening this is what's just happening? insane yeah. but now when I go out I'm it's like yeah, it, it doubles just to take a walk because I just yeah. don't know what's yeah it's just insane isn't it who would have thought at the beginning of the year this would be <sighs> Yeah, it's crazy. And it's just gonna go. I mean, they closed the school for the entire year. Like they don't even know what's oh, gonna happen said in that? fall. Yeah. Oh. They said it a couple weeks ago. I mean, they made that decision pretty quickly. Um, and it might continue on into the fall. And it's just like, what is gonna happen? Because I mean, I'm lucky that my job um, loves children and I can take him with me. But I mean, I can't really work and teach, but there's lots of people that can't take their kids with them to work. And so yeah. what, there's no solutions. Like we just are all kind of out here like, okay, <laughs> drink bleach, I guess. Like <laughs> that's <what> our president <laughs> I know. I, yeah, that oh, was, God. that was, that was incredible. I can't believe like it, <laughs> that comment made it that far. Like how no one said, oh no, we probably shouldn't say Stop. that. Yeah, no one <laughs> There was a it's very cool. Scary. It's crazy, isn't it? And there was a uh, there was a news clip of him the next day in the Oval Office being interviewed, where he's you know clutching to the theory that it was a joke and it was sarcastic. Because right. he's and so he said, <laughs> but his his refusal to admit when he's done something yeah. wrong is just is fantastic. Because it's he golden. says to the reporter, it is incredible, isn't it? And he says to the reporter. Um, oh, I was looking at you when I said it, and the guy goes, "I wasn't there." He goes, "I know, I know." <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. 
The fact that he says, I know, I know. It's just brilliant. It just, he can't admit, oh, okay, sorry, I thought you were there. But it's, he's amazing. He's he's so amazing. Four more years. Four more years. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, but what you said about work is really interesting because I've seen your stuff on your your Facebook page where you've you've uploaded these these I guess they're in Zoom uh, these Mm -hmm. these seminars and these 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 discussions uh, about the film festival stuff that you've been talking about as well. So that's that's incredible. How I'm kind of fascinated by how music and say the entertainment industry has been able or has had to adapt to to this. And I, I suppose you're. Your theatre group—it's it's the Sue—I'm going to pronounce this very, very wrong—but Sue okay. Teatro Cultural and Performing Arts Centre. That's yeah. okay, right? You got I've been it. rehearsing for an hour, um, <laughs> but, uh, um, but uh, yeah. So the fact that it's—you've managed to continue in such a a positive and successful way is 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 yeah. inspiring, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm really impressed by all of us. Like we, ha- we were told about uh, our film festival. We do one every year, but obviously it's in person. Uh, we were told about it on Monday and it was to start on Thursday. So, and nobody had ever done it. No one, like no one knew anything. It was the first of its kind, really, because it was kind of towards the beginning, at least of, of our quarantine. Um, so we did it all sort of by the seat of our pants, but we pulled it off and it's amazing because I mean, art has just really been decimated by all of Mm -hmm. this. Like so many people have lost gigs and, you know, even the people who, um, tried to like, uh, how do you call it? Well, just, you know, have different sources of income, like working at restaurants or at museums or whatever. Um, all of those places are closed too. So some people have lost their entire incomes, um, and it's really scary. So it's it's amazing that we're able to um, provide platform for people to get paid. Still, we're really lucky that we're in a good position. Some of our um, we have a really large theater company, the Denver Center for Performing Arts, um, and they've had to um, let go of half of their staff. And they're huge. They they do Broadway shows like they're gigantic, um, and we're doing better than they are during all of this. So it's crazy, um, but it's it's good that we can still provide art and and also pay artists. Yeah, it's it will it is it is incredible how that kind of adapt and overcome mentality has had to to kind of come to the forefront. And like you say, they've you've you've managed to do that as well. And it's 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 interesting with a lot of the things that you personally have been putting out how what's happening has sort of influenced a lot of your your art uh from from your shows with your your workout your workout plan episode <laughs> and the, the live gig thing was really fun about obviously we can't go to live gigs so you did a show where you brought live gigs to 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 your show which is a, yeah. a genius concept and it's sort of Thank influenced you. a lot of your reviews uh that you've done for uh our, our friend uk vibe uh steve as well and it's just uh yeah it it, it has had a huge impact on you and four corners as well your recent yeah. uh uh suggestion for rebellion uh and what you've you sort of put together for that was inspired by current events as well yeah well right art imitates life or something right, right? something i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was i read that music wise um i think someone just put it on social media but they didn't put a link to it as a as a news article but where you said like art has been decimated i spoke to someone recently and uh, i think they had said oh the good thing would be you know whether or not people are able to continue buying music that at least mm-hmm. 
in theory, streaming would be up. And that yeah. was the, the theory. But I think I, but someone on social media said, oh, wow, the news that streaming is really low now. Yep. That people yeah. aren't. Yeah, I, I haven't, I didn't verify that. I wanted to look it up and see, you know, what those, if that was a true statement, a true article or anything like that. But I haven't seen it, but that was very surprising. Yeah, I heard that too. And the same um, thing with podcasts, like people thought that at the beginning of this, oh, it's like, this is going to be great. All these streaming platforms, um, because people are going to need this content more than ever. But it turns out, at least from what I've read, it's like, it's really um, either at work, right? While you're being productive, yeah. or a lot of people listen to music and things like podcasts in their car during their commute, but nobody's yeah. commuting anymore. So those kind of like free time moments to do that stuff go away. And, and like, can you really stream music while you're also teaching math to your kid? I mean, I don't know, but it's, yeah, like, I think it's, it's, we, it's a weird thing that's happened where that stuff has apparently gone down. How, how did you consume music or, or podcast or, or sort of art in that context? For me, it was, uh, it was primarily commuting. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've listened to an album front to back because yeah. as a result of it. So, I mean, how has it affected how you consume stuff yourself? Honestly, I probably do it more because um, wow. I usually like I do it during my commute, but I also listen to either music or podcasts like uh, while I'm cooking and I'm cooking apparently constantly. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been listening to a lot. I could use more. I just don't know what else. I've cycled through everything <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, well, that's that's good. That's great. I, yeah, I haven't, I'm having the opposite experience, which is soul crushing in its own way. But, uh, but yeah. So do you have like show wise, uh, do you have anything else? Like we talked about the, the, the workout plan episode and the, uh, like the live gigs. Do you have anything else that's potentially inspired by, by what's happening? <sighs> I don't know. I think those were like the two biggest things that came to mind. Actually, that workout one I was going to do already just because it's getting to be spring, you know, and I was like, oh, that'd be fun and cute. And then I was like, oh, we're all stuck at home. (laughs) Um, And me and my sorority sisters, we um, planned like, I guess there's this app, Peloton. It's like a exercise bike or something, but they are giving away their exercise app for 90 days for free. So we all got it and we do, we all pick the same workout and we do it together, even though we're not together. You're right. Um, so it's like, it's kind of nice just to get your body moving. You know, there's no like goal to it other than that. And it's like, at least for us, a way to stay connected and to yeah. stay sort of sane. A lot of us are mothers and we're all kind of like driven crazy um so yeah it's incredible how the internet has been well the hero really for this entire experience i mean everything from what you watch and even the studying uh Mm -hmm. aspect of it everything is coming from from our computer screen at the moment which is which is insane isn't it yeah i mean god and who would have thought during the apocalypse we'd still have internet connection yeah (laughs) i didn't (laughs) <laughs> that's true yeah okay let's podcast right now like it's 1999 <laughs> so we we barely have internet depending on who you are and where you are so yeah. let's we're on the phone okay i just played trivial pursuit with the family and we watched an episode of friends i hope ross and rachel get together <laughs> your turn 
<laughs> oh, we were watching um, Dinosaurs. Did you ever watch that show? Oh, I love it so much. Not the mama? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I adored that thing. Oh, my God. Oh, he's my favorite. It's the cutest thing in the world. Oh, yes. God. Yes, I love that show. How old I is tried that? to get oh, forever. I tried to get Joaquin when he was first talking about like when he's with his dad, not the mom, not the mom. He went in. <laughs> I this is so I'm going to come off like a dinosaur super fan, but I, I there's one line apart from not the mama. There is one line in that show <laughs> that I don't know why it always stuck with me. But the older brother was trying to impress a. Doesn't say a girl, but a dinosaur, I guess, at <laughs> college, at school, and someone had said to him, "You should." Uh, girls like uh, guys who are sensitive, so he said, "Okay, I, I can do that." So he was acting like, "Oh, I'm upset," and the girl says, "What's wrong?" And he, he said, "I just thought it was the best thing ever." He said, "The continents are drifting, and I feel <gasps> like it's my fault." <laughs> and I just just thought that was like, "Wow, I should I've." I've, I've clung to that line uh, for <laughs> what feels like 20 years, waiting for an opportunity to use it. And, and maybe there you this go. Is it. <laughs> I mean, it fits, right? <laughs> it does, yeah. I suppose we could adapt it to the polar ice caps are melting, and I feel like yeah. it's my fault. And it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my fault too, you know. Yeah, we, you, you drive, <laughs> it's your fault, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're clearly watching dinosaur reruns, but there oh you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, you, um, I also noticed um, you did a very cool uh, review for um, UK Vibe uh, uh, recently that I, I saw. It was for the Daniel uh, Huxman uh, album. Uh-huh. I, I thought that was very cool. It was scary to me. I didn't know. It took me a really long time to write because I was, I don't know, nervous. It's, it, I think because we've spoken about it before, I don't have to put this in if it's... Uh, no, uh, if, you can't. Go you, ahead. Um, oh, okay, I'll remove that comment then. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I, I, I think because you and I spoke before in that our approach to reviews, like Steve will give... Will, give me a dig every now and then because it's like oh another four you know like I've never graded below a four because I just it's not in me to yeah uh to criticize um someone's music how who am I to say you have not achieved what you set out to achieve I can't say that to to, to someone if you know if I don't like it that doesn't mean it's not good um and we've spoken about the conflict in how do you you get around it so so based on us having a shared kind of sensibility towards it i thought uh your assessment of of the uh of the the black atlantica edits um yeah well i i i thought your 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 points and how you approached it i thought were were were, it was it was it was amazing it was it was it was a great read and uh and valid points and uh i was yeah i thought it was it was very cool has there been any comeback from it no, honestly, I've been wanting to have a conversation about it with somebody um, just because I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all of those things. I don't know. That's kind of why I wrote about it. Is It's something I've struggled with myself when finding music um, for my own shows. Like, 
a lot of, and I can just go into circles forever about it, which is why it's like constantly a thing. But um, there's some really amazing artists um, who have done a lot for uh, like techno folklore scene, right? Or whatever you want to call it. Um, but they're white and and have no like ethnic connection to the music, right? Um so, but does that invalidate their work? I don't know. It makes me feel a little funny playing it uh, because my sort of like the thesis of my show, if you will, is is um, to sort of highlight and and uplift Latino people. Um, but also, if you go deeper than that, a lot of the artists I already play, just because they happen to speak Spanish and be born in Argentina, doesn't mean they don't have, they're not white ethnically. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. um, they, they play ethnic or indigenous music, but they're not, they like they have German lineage or whatever. So, I mean, you could just go on forever. How do you, when do you stop? And And also like, just because you're white, does that make you not do you have nothing to contribute because of that i don't know how i feel about it and it's it's confusing that album in particular felt funny to me because it felt like he should have maybe handed the reins off to somebody else to a black person who could i guess have a better or a more uh nuanced mm understanding of what he was trying to put out i think mm. he he made good music um but it it just it bothered me the, but you 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 said um that, that to sort of summarize your show that you said to i think you said to to uplift latin people is that right mm -hmm. wouldn't but couldn't you extend that to latin people and latin culture and then if it were to if if that were the sort of the like the ethos, then wouldn't it be look how far it's spread to the point where other cultures yeah. adopt it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, yeah. And I guess my answer to that would be, but does that tell me anything about who I am? You know, like, mm -hmm. um, because I, I, I think sort of the premise of the show comes from like my own experience, right? I mean, that's all I know. I don't mean it as like, oh, I'm whatever, but um, like of figuring out who I am and a lot of the music that inspired like the beginnings of this show um, helped me feel seen. So how does a, an, a European white person what do they have to contribute mm. to the culture? It's not their culture, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, that's not, that's just like my like other side of what you're saying. Cause I also feel the same way too. Like I feel both things at the same time. Yeah. And it's, I don't know the, that there is a good answer. It's, it's just, I know sometimes it makes me feel a little like maybe I shouldn't play this and maybe this person shouldn't have been, the at the helm of this album or you know so why did you embrace Desposito so much oh that was <laughs> not my choice <laughs> <laughs> but okay so if we were some sorry joke aside but like uh, like in terms of I don't know to, to sort of change it 
um, oh, so I'm by no means grilling you. You're absolutely right. I don't yeah. think that there's a right or wrong. And I, I fully respect everything that you say, of course. So it's just, I just, the, the conversation I find is, yeah. is interesting. Um, but like if, if we were to sort of adapt it to say hip hop, and and basically other other like well let's use Eminem uh, uh, as an example you know are you I mean are you a fan of hip hop? Um, I mean yeah I don't dislike it I don't think I could name like a ton of people <laughs> like, okay you know <laughs> yeah well okay well so I'm trying to think if this is applicable as a as an example but to use the Eminem example yeah. in that he you know he is a white guy who you know i think it's generally agreed that he's pretty good he's good yeah <laughs> he's good uh you know but and it's kind of like well i mean i, I imagine i do remember that there were probably was some backlash to him initially um mm-hmm. but i don't know like should he not have been like accepted do you think or I don't know. This isn't a yeah, I mean, do you, question. I, I get it, though. Like, do you keep, do they not have a right to make that music? There are mm. um, DJs and artists who make, like, digital folklore music that I love. Nicodemus, he's amazing. He's, yeah. a, like, Italian, right? Um, there's a guy, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's Canadian and he's white and he's great. Um and I enjoy their music and I play their music and I think they do, they've done a lot for um, getting some uh, like more getting um, the scene like bigger, right? Mm. Getting more exposure. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, But I don't know. (laughs) So no, I don't think that they should be like, Oh, you can't play that music. That's not okay. Um, I don't know. I guess my problem lies or my, my sort of like the tug I get is like, well, but why are they the ones to get more exposure for this scene? Like that guy, Daniel Haxman, the thing that rubbed me really wrong with him was I was doing research on him, like his backstory to write about him. Cause I've heard of him before, but I didn't know too much. And, um, on his website, like one of the first things you see was that he, um, he brought baile funk, which is a um, type of music out of Brazil. It comes from the favelas, the ghettos, uh, and it's primarily black Brazilians. Mm-hmm. It's by them and it's for them, really, because it's it's music to make them feel seen. It, it's basically black is beautiful music. Um, so he proclaims himself to be the first one to bring that to the masses. And that really bothered me because it was like, it felt like erasing all of the hard work of Brazilians, specifically black Brazilians making that music. Mm. And that bothered me. And so I think that's where I really take issue is like, you know, the people on that album that he, he used their songs, like, did he pay them? I'm assuming, but did he pay them? a fair amount like is he giving them the exposure like you know what i mean like or is is it his name is 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 he using their labor and their creativity for his own advancement and i think that's really where my issue lies 
There was um, I have a much better example now, which which I think verifies <laughs> your point much better. Um, but it kind of yeah, I think it proves what you're what you're saying as well because like in the UK there was a real uh, fascination with kind of soul music mm. with with artists becoming very popular, but they were all white, like mm-hmm. Adele. Uh, Amy mm-hmm. Winehouse. Uh, there was a young lady called Duffy who came out around the yeah, same time as Adele. Uh, Rag and Bone Man. There were all these people who um, uh, Plan B is another one, and a lot of them came out and with a very kind of retro soul aesthetic to their music, and they hit huge. They hit huge, but I can't name you one black um, <laughs> artist mm-hmm. that hit the heights that they did. Right. And it was funny, and the Amy Winehouse thing was fascinating because she, you know, went, you know, stratospheric with yeah. her Back to Black album. And everyone who was a fan of Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. And the Dap Kings, yeah. Exactly. And it's kind of like, well, hang on, there are three albums that yes. <laughs> with, with them and Sharon Jones, and they've struggled for for recognition uh-huh. in any context. But now Mark Ronson comes along, takes the, yeah. all the Dap Kings, and puts them with with Amy, and they and become Sharon. stars. And Sharon is on the side <laughs> waving hi. <laughs> and it's that's a really that's a great, yeah, yeah. That sort of I think very much highlights what you're saying as well, Ed. And that that always sat a little uncomfortably. No matter some of it was very very good, right? Uh, uh, Amy Winehouse. Well, nobody could say Amy Winehouse was was not a master of at what she did, but it was just the yeah. fact that why why are we are there no other. Uh, like uh, a black artist that we're able to put in this same conversation. Right. Right. And I mean, that's like, that's what I said in the review. It's like Elvis, like that's exactly his whole thing. He just jacked everybody's style and, and we all thought he created it. Mm. And that's, that's where I have, I don't know. That's a lot of my problem, but it's just, yeah, you can go in circles forever. Cause like Amy Winehouse was incredible. Mm. That music got me through a, a lot of years in my life, right? Like mm. I still put it on. I'm like, oh yes, um, but like, I don't know who. Yeah, at what cost? I guess. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, and obviously, as you say, there's no reason that she shouldn't make the music that she wants to make. But right. I, I suppose sometimes it can be about your questioning. I don't know if it's a record label thing or a public thing. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, why, why, why are people gravitating? to this more than say than Sharon Jones, for example, or why are, right. or why are, I don't know if it's the labels, for example, that are pushing certain people because they don't feel that other artists are going to hit those successes. I don't, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting where the quest, like it's still, as you say, you go around in circles, but the, the circle sometimes for me is what's the, who are you, who are we asking the question to? Right. Mm. So in terms of, are we, is this something we're questioning the public about? Like, well, you know, there's loads out there. Why why aren't we embracing soul music from all these other artists? But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it is it is a very cyclical you know question. Yeah, yeah, a conundrum. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah, and and we have to discuss the the wonderful milestone uh, that you you you've blessed us with uh, fifty. <laughs> Uh, well, we're, we're over fifty uh, shows Ooh. now, but um, I think we're fifty three. I think 54, 54, I think you've, uh, wonderful episodes of the Super Sonido show. 
Uh, were you counting out of interest? No, I have no <laughs> idea. I don't, I mean, also like asking me anything about time right now is <laughs> out of control. But um, yeah, I tried to think back. I was like, I know, I think I started in in a February, but when? <laughs> <laughs> It just feels like I've always been doing this, honestly. Well, I suppose you have. You you know, the, the SoundCloud stuff goes back, gosh, years now. Quite yeah. a few years. So, um, so yeah. But I know I, I number them as they arrive. So uh, so I, I knew we were approaching uh, 50 <laughs> episodes for us. That's just I, you know, impossible to put into words what uh, each of those those mean to uh, to us and, and the station and to to people that uh, thoroughly thoroughly enjoy your your show. So I I, I can begin to say uh, thank you uh, for those things for those for those episodes. Yeah, no, I mean it's such a joy and and like I love I love it. This is what I love to do, and I'm so happy I get to share it with you and. And everybody that listens, it's it's still always like a what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I always say that the world's very small from behind a computer screen. Well, uh, yeah, the fact that it can well that it can sort of yeah make that kind of connection from uh, very you know long distances from Denver yeah. all the way to London. So it's a uh, it's incredible. So yeah, amazing. Um, mm. wh- what else does your your quarantine time have for you? Do you reckon? Oh gosh! Any, any exciting plans over the next couple? Of weeks? <laughs> uh, I've been gardening like you would not believe. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I have a huge backyard, and I'm so happy. Um, and yeah. I, I, I don't know how to use a lawnmower, but I got to figure it out soon. <laughs> are you making peace with your crickets yet? <laughs> oh, they, yeah, they have started to come back. <laughs> um, yeah, but I've just been like tearing up whatever i don't know i've been killing a lot of bugs on accident and um pulling weeds and all this stuff and just like it's it's really enjoyable it's very it's like i look at my front lawn and i'm like oh look at that i did that um (laughs) and i've been trying to plant and it's not going so well but that's fine that's fine What are you planning out of interest? Literally everything. I went to the store and I was like, oh my God, we're all going to die. So I'm just going to buy every seed because I don't know when I'm going to be able to get food again. But none of them are taking to the soil. Oh, (laughs) Is it like a seasonal thing? I don't know much about the gardening at all, but like. I don't know anything either. I've been having to read about it. Um, Apparently you have to plant, like here in Colorado, you have to plant pretty late. Uh, so I started everything in indoors in like little Dixie cups, and it, I, maybe that wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. We're all just discovering everything <laughs> at once. <laughs> yeah, but it's great that you're well. It's great that you're doing it. It's great that you have that that space, and it's yours, and yes. you're, you're doing what you want with it, which is super cool. Yeah, I've really discovered that I really need to be outside. Yeah. Have you learned anything about yourself during this time? What a great question. Um, wow, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> have I learned anything? I don't know. Um, wow, that's a great question. I haven't considered that. Do you, do you have an, uh, an answer for yourself that I can piggyback on? 
I don't probably not, but I mean, I do have an answer, but um, I've discovered that I really want a family. Um, I mean, I I have a son, so I do have a family, but I mean like a a full, like a husband. (laughs) Um, Like I've, it's just been me and my son this whole time. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I've loved besides school um, getting to (laughs) really learn more about him by spending a lot more time and, and seeing who he is. And it's been wonderful. Um, but I've, I just really see that I want more people. I want more people and I want a bigger family and, um, I want a man to share that with and that it's like, it's time. Like, okay, all right, I'm ready now. Except you can't go out and do that. <laughs> but that's, see, that's a, that's a beautiful answer. And now I can't say, I think I need to be more time alone. Less people. I get- oh no, listen, <laughs> I get that too. I just bought my kid a ticket to California to be with his dad because I'm done. <laughs> How long will he be uh, going for? Two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, by myself. That's, that's bliss. Can I say that without being... <laughs> yes, it, you can. No, it is. It is. It's disrespectful. It's real. <laughs> but I, I, I have to... I will piggyback off, off of what you said, actually, because I, I have had so much more time, obviously, to spend with uh, with my two. And I've, I have loved it. I have, I have genuinely loved spending that time with them. And it's like when you're caught up in that daily routine yeah everything flies by very very quickly uh, in terms of come on we got to go here we have to get this i've got to pick your brother up etc and you know you come home at the end of the day and everyone's like eating in the living room and the kids want to watch tv because they haven't Mm -hmm. had it all day and now it's pretty amazing that we we'll all sit in the kitchen for breakfast lunch and dinner wow and that's 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 really nice and there's no 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 one complains about that you know which is which is nice and so yeah I will, I will that's that is nice but um uh but no I, I I'd like to think that I have a more intricate answer and uh that's a great question and I, I'll probably use it in my monologue when I <laughs> when I introduce this but um yeah I'm gonna give that that some thought that's a great question yeah yeah, yeah. there you go Okay, thank you so much for your time. I've always. I've had a great time as always. I always thoroughly enjoy uh, hanging out with you, e hanging out with you. So, <laughs> uh, as as you know, which uh, we always close uh, on a song. So, which Bomba Stereo song are we closing <laughs> with today? <laughs> Not one. Uh, no. So the song I I picked, uh, they actually have a similar name. They're called Busca Buya. So they're from Puerto Rico and um, they've released a bunch of like EPs throughout the years, but never a full album. And their full album is coming out next month and it's very exciting. So this is the first single off of that. It's called uh, No Te Quivoques. And it's just, they have this like tropical dream cloud vibe and the woman Raquel, her voice is just so... It's so beautiful. I love it so much. And so I'm just obsessed with this song. So I'm going to let y'all be obsessed with it too.
难得。